Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. Coming to you from my hometown, the capital of Georgia, of Atlanta. And of course, you know that our motto on the program is we're talking sports from Atlanta and around the country. On this program, we've got a power pack program for you. We're going to be discussing upcoming NFL free agency. Also, we're going to preview the Georgia State men's basketball program as they get ready to uh, go into the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. And they will be in action on Friday, as a matter of fact. But you're going to hear my one-on-one interviews with head coach Ron Hunter and also the freshman player of the year in the Sunbelt Conference, Marcus Simmons. Also, we're going to preview the Georgia-Tennessee game to open up their conference play in the SEC Tournament as well as we get the latest news on the Atlanta Hawks as they played earlier tonight as we record this program on Wednesday, March 8th. Hopefully everyone's been doing well since our last program. Of course, it's March. You know what that means? It's the madness. So that'll be coming up, (laughs) especially in college basketball. And, uh, of course, I want to know from you, you know, if you have a particular team that you are going to be following this month, Make sure that you always reach out to me on social media. I'm always accessible at Kevin Taylor 98. Again, that's Kevin Taylor 98. It would be so great to hear from you, 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 and you. And, of course, you can find me on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So, uh, I'm uh, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm accessible. No, no other way to put it. <laughs> So uh, definitely make sure that you reach out to me, and uh, we'll hear what you have to say, and uh, you never know, make be to uh, get it in on the program, all right? All right, we're going to start with the NFL, as of course, it's a hot topic right now, as free agency is right here. It begins on March 9th, yeah, one day away. Wow, you know, and uh, just some news and notes from around the league, um, the Ravens actually on uh, Wednesday, they pretty much came to an agreement with uh, backup quarterback Ryan Mallett. Uh, they reached an agreement on the deal. That's according to uh, ESPN. Um, now, these are just deals that have been reached. Nothing has been signed, but uh, these are deals that pretty much are, are, are basically like when you have uh, kids going from high school to college, you know, your letter of intent. You know, these guys are intending to sign as free agents with these teams. So uh, that's pretty much what it is right now. But uh, the signing period will start on March 9th. Um, Paul Warlow, uh, he was an inside linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons. It looks like he's going to agree to terms with the Detroit Lions. Uh, It's a one-year deal, and he's going to be competing for a uh, starting spot for the Lions. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Free agent quarterback Brian Hoyer. He's expected to sign a get this multi-year contract with the 49ers. And um, we'll see how that goes. Is Brian Hoyer the answer at quarterback for the 49ers? And Kyle Shanahan, is that really the guy that he's going to be going, you know, his offense through? Or will there be any more deals for the 49ers that are coming up? So we'll have to wait and see on that. In Buffalo, uh, Mike Tober, he's agreed to a deal with the Bills. Uh, he's going to be actually, from what I understand, and according to ESPN, he's going to be in the running back position after uh, playing five seasons at fullback 
for Carolina. So um, we'll see how that goes. Brandon LaFell, he looks like he's reaching an agreement with the Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, the Bengals are, are you know, trying to upgrade their wide receiver position. And now get this, this was the head scratcher of the day. You know, the Patriots and Colts, of course, you know, they've gone back and forth, especially after Deflate Gate. So Deflate Gate was pretty much brought on by the Colts, right? So the Colts have agreed to trade tight end Dwayne Allen to New England. And now this is according to ESPN as well. Uh, the Colts have agreed to send Allen and a six-round pick to New England for a Patriots fourth-round pick. Now, this means that Martellus Bennett is going to be out in New England. So what does that mean for Martellus Bennett? You know, we'll have to wait and see on that, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be an open market for Martellus Bennett for sure. Now, here in Atlanta, the Falcons, they're going to try to re-sign Matt Schaub. Uh Looks like they've reached an agreement on a two-year, $9 million deal to be Matt Ryan's backup. Now, going back to Buffalo, the Bills have agreed to a restructured contract with quarterback Tyron Taylor, and uh, the Bills are expected to also finalize a deal to sign, now I guess you could say former Falcon fullback Patrick DeMarco, and uh, he had a great career in the Falcons' uniform and um, made the Pro Bowl. And uh, Now, this is a, a signing that I really wish the Falcons were really really have tried to be aggressive on because I think Patrick DeMarco is a good guy that can really set the tone and, and, and get a a, a, a a lot of uh, the tailback position by his blocking ability. Um, now, it may not show up a lot of his stats. Of course, he didn't really catch the ball coming out of the back. He didn't run the ball that much. But Patrick DeMarco had good instincts with blocking, and that's what you need from the fullback position. And he possessed that, and I really wish that the Falcons would have re-signed him for sure. Uh, the Falcons news, Chris Chester is a free agent, so a lot of talk that the Falcons may be going after a guard in the draft, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, you've got Dwight Freeney, who's a free agent. Uh, we'll see if he's coming back. Uh, I hear that he is contemplating coming back and not retiring, so uh, we'll see how – that pans out as well. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are expected to release Tony Romo on Thursday. And uh, Romo, of course, is the all-time leader in passing yards and touchdowns. And um, Romo is, is some interest out there. Yeah, I think in Denver, I think uh, he's expressed interest in going to Kansas City. So we'll see how all that works out as well. So uh, that's going to be the, one of the most notable names. Um, you know, in the free agent market for sure. The Cardinals and outside linebacker Chandler Jones are in the process of finalizing a five-year contract extension as well. So, you know, it, it's a lot going on here as we get ready for NFL free agency. That's why I want to start the program off and let you know what's going on. Uh, of course, another big news item of the day, Brandon Marshall. He's staying in New York, but this time, He's going to be just going over to the other end of MetLife Stadium as he is going to be uh, going, to, going to sign with the Giants. His deal is worth $12 million. So um, you cut Victor Cruz, but you sign Brandon Marshall. We'll see how uh, this actually uh, works out for sure. Uh, in Washington, Vernon Davis, who's a native 
of DC, he announced uh, actually on Snapchat that he's going to be, be resigning with the Redskins for three more years. So I think that was a good move on uh, their part as well. So a lot of, a lot of moving and shaking going on. And uh, of course, this is like Christmas to the NFL fan because uh, <laughs> I mean, it is so much going on with NFL free agency. If you blink, you're going to miss something for sure. So make sure that you um, uh, keep in touch with social media because it's probably going to be going bonkers on Thursday with the NFL and uh, free agency for sure. And, of course, I try to keep you abreast as to the Falcons' signings uh, that they have uh, as, they, as they start free agency. Like I said, the only notable name right now is Matt Schaub. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure Thomas Dimitrov and Dan Quinn there – they're going to be doing some more uh, maneuvering time goes on as we go into the latter part of the week and also more into the free agency period. So, uh, like I said, make sure that you uh, check out uh, uh, my social media handles, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kevin Taylor 98 to so try to keep you abreast as to what's going on. No doubt about that. All right, it's Taylor Made Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me every time I come to you. And, of course, we're going to have my one-on-one interviews with Georgia State men's head basketball coach Ron Hunter as well as Marcus Simmons. So make sure that you stay for that. Uh, like I said, you know, it's the time of year. It's tournament time. Tournament time for a lot of uh, schools can either make you or break you. And that's what I think is going to happen with the Georgia Bulldogs right now. The Georgia Bulldogs lost some, some key games this season. And, you know, it, it's no other way that they really can come, you know, come from that. I mean, it was some, some talk about uh, firing Mark, Mark Fox uh, as a basketball coach. Uh, but is that really the answer? Is that really the answer, you know, for – uh, a program that actually, yes, was supposed to have performed better. Really? I, You know, I, I don't think that probably is the answer. I think you give Mark Fox another year. And let me tell you why. True enough, you really didn't have – you had some talent, but you didn't have a lot of talent this season. True enough, you did lose some games that you really should have won, but – like I said, is it really on Mark Fox? Is it really on him? I mean, check check this out. Okay, you lose to Florida. You lose to um, uh, Kentucky, true enough. But at the same time, it's not all Mark Fox's fault. Not, not really. I mean, I, I think the team could have played better, true enough. But I don't think that it's totally him. He's just probably being made the scapegoat in this situation. And that's what I feel. You know, because this team could have easily, easily not performed very well. But hey, they were 16-15 on the season. And Another player or two, yes, this team more than likely would have been 
a lot better. They probably would have won maybe five more games. But, of course, I think you have to look at recruiting in this situation. If Mark Fox recruits well this time out, I think what you'll be looking at is a turnaround, a quick turnaround. Greg McGarity is behind Mark Fox, and rightfully so, and rightfully so. It's not like Georgia is, like, at the bottom of the SEC. And they're going into their game against Tennessee. You know, I'm I'm pretty much sure, probably as an underdog. I, I don't have the the line in front of me. But at the same time, this team, I think they can get it done next season. But how will they do in the SEC tournament? I don't think they win against Tennessee. So that means that this season will be over. But at the same time, I think they still know what will be at stake for next season. You give Mark Fox one more year to make the adjustments. One more year and see what he can do. That's that's just my opinion. But uh, this team, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs men's basketball team, like I said, I think they are a player away. True enough from where they've come from, yeah, it was a disappointment. But now you go into the SEC tournament, it's basically the second season. I've seen Georgia not really expected to do much, and then they win the SEC tournament. At the same time, this men's basketball program, like I said, I think it's only one player away. You're playing in the tournament. You're playing in Nashville. So you're going to be playing in front of a different crowd. And uh, that game will tip off at 1 p.m. You can catch it on the SEC Network. And uh, hopefully Georgia can make a, a strong showing. But you got to get bigger inside. Got to get bigger inside. And with this game against Tennessee, mm, uh, if, if, I think if Georgia can do well offensively and, and rebound the ball effectively, I don't think they got a, they got a chance, but to be honest and being realistic, I think Tennessee will come away with the win. So we shall see. All right. So, what do you think? Am I wrong? Georgia fans, reach out to me Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kevin Taylor ninety eight. I would love to know what you think about that. Does Georgia have what it takes to get it done in the SEC tournament? Do you think Mark Fox deserves another year? Let me know. Reach out to me. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Kevin Taylor, 98. All right, still to come, we're going to hear my one-on-one interviews with the Georgia State head, men's basketball coach Ron Hunter, as well as Marcus Simmons, who's the freshman player of the year in the Sun Belt Conference. So uh, make sure that you stay close for that. Georgia Tech, unfortunately, unfortunately, they lose to Pittsburgh in the ACC tournament. But I think this team – has a bright future ahead. They may be going to the NIT. They're kind of they were kind of on the bubble either way. But I really think that from what I saw, I think that they probably have a legitimate shot at getting into the NIT tournament. But we'll find out on Sunday night. So uh, Josh Pashner was named the ACC Coach of the Year. Uh, ben Lammers. You know, had a, had a great season. He was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. And, uh, you know, nothing was expected of Georgia Tech this year. 
a little bit more like what I was saying, saying with the Georgia. A little bit more was expected of them, but not much from Georgia Tech. Josh Passioner, hey, you did a great job with limited talent, and I really showed. So much, much, much accolade to Josh Passioner, no doubt about that. All right, now, time for the Sun Belt Basketball Conference Tournament coming up this week in New Orleans. Georgia State, hey, they left earlier today going down to New Orleans, and uh, they are the number two seed uh, in this tournament. And I think they're going to be doing very well. I would not be surprised if Georgia State wins this tournament for the second time in three years and sealing the deal for them to get into the NCAA tournament. I was able to talk to uh, Coach Ron Hunter this week, and uh, we were able to preview the tournament just for you. Coach Hunter, of course, uh, later on this week, you'll be in New Orleans for the big Sun Belt Conference tournament. And uh, just preview it for us right quick. Well, it's it, it's it's a deep tournament. You know, a lot of teams, uh, we've all kind of beaten each other this year with a two-seed. Uh, we feel really good going into the, the tournament. And key for us is that if we don't turn the ball over, we think we've got a great chance of winning it. And uh, no pressure on you guys. I know. Uh, how do you keep everybody relaxed during this time of year? Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. You know, again, you know, I've got some guys that have been in the NCAA tournament and won before. I've had guys that played in a championship game. So I feel like, well, you know, we it's the young guys I'm kind of worried about that never been in the experience. And so I can rely on my seniors to kind of calm them down and talk to them about it. Now, you finished 1911. Some of the losses that you had were kind of last-second losses. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that uh, you don't want to look too far ahead, but, of course, if you play well in this conference tournament, you know, do you think that this team really was worthy of the NCAA look? Oh, there's no question. I, you know, again, I mean, we have, we've had a couple bad losses, but I've said since the first time I saw this team, I think this team this team's good enough to win games in the NCAA tournament. Not to get there, but this team's good enough to win games in the NCAA tournament, but we got to get there first. Yes, and of course, I know uh, you're very proud of Marcus Simmons, local kid, winning the uh, Sunbelt Freshman of the Year Award. Just talk about that. Yeah, you know, he's a tremendous player. The last one we had was RJ, and of course, you yeah. see what he's been able to do. And so uh, I think he's on that path, and uh, I love it that it's an, uh, you know, he's an Atlanta kid, you know, that's growing to Atlanta school and, and doing great things. And so that also lets some of these other guys know you don't have to go away to go to school. You can stay right here in the city. And I talk about the brotherhood of this team because this looks like this is a close knit unit between the players and coaches. Yeah, they are. You know that that starts that starts from from the top up. I mean, again, we're a family. We win together, we lose together. We you know again you know we have fun together, we cry together, and so I think you need that, and, and especially with today's student athletes. And of course, talking about local, you hire Sherman White, uh, who you're locally, who used to be the head coach at MLK. Uh, you know, talk about that and what he's meant to your staff. Well, he, he's an important key because you, 11 of my 14 guys are from the state of Georgia, and so we recruit this area, we recruit the city of Atlanta, and so uh, why not have the most successful high school coach be a part of our staff? And so he's been tremendous with us, uh, with recruiting, coaching, developing young people. Uh, he's going to be a tremendous head coach at this level. Is it kind of a disadvantage right now not knowing who you're going to play, having to wait for a game to conclude before you know who your opponent is, or do you, or have you scouted both teams? Yeah, you know, we play both teams already, whoever it might be. So for us it's an advantage because this time of year it's about rest. You know, you want to make sure you got your legs and mentally you're ready. It's not so much even the physical part, it's the mental part. This year was a grind for a lot of people, so just having this week off has really helped us. Yes, and of course, now, what's your schedule going to be like once you get down to New Orleans? Uh, of course, you're leaving on Wednesday. Just talk about, you know, what the preparation will be. Well, we'll go down there, and uh, again, you know, I'm one of those guys, I want to make sure my guys are having a good time. So we'll, we'll get in, and uh, we, we might get some shots up, then we're going to go to dinner. We're staying on Bourbon Street, and yeah. I want them to enjoy it. We're going to have, we're going to have a great time, and we're going to have a great time, and when it's time to take care of business, these guys will do that. But not too much for before. Not too much time, yeah, yeah. Still bed check at 10 o'clock. <laughs> you got to get in there before 10 a.m., 10 p.m. <laughs> and uh, Mike 
right, quick before I let you go, uh, just talk about, you know, what you expect for your team to do, you know, especially from an offensive and defensive perspective. Just do what we've done all year. You know, defend. We're, we feel like we're the best defensive team in the, in the league by field goal percentage defense and do that, rebound the basketball, and let our talent take over. And if we do that, then I think we're going to be in great shape. Well, Coach, you're the number two seed, of course, in the tournament. You had a great season. I know that you're going to still have continued success in the postseason and definitely have a safe trip. And uh, bring back that trophy to the ATL. All right, let's get that championship. We're previewing Georgia State in the upcoming Sun Belt Conference Tournament right here on Taylor Bay Sports with Kevin Taylor. And I'm now joined by the Sun Belt Freshman Player of the Year is Marcus Simons. Marcus, how you doing? And how does it feel to be named the Sun Belt Conference Freshman of the Year? Uh, I'm feeling well. And I mean, and it's just another award. I mean, I got a lot more things that's going to come to me throughout my career here. But, I mean, it's just something great. It's a great accolade to, to win for my first year here. Now, of course, you're from the metro Atlanta area, and uh, how does it feel, you know, from a family aspect? I know they're very proud of you. Yeah, my family's texting me a lot. We're so proud of you. I mean, a lot of people from my hometown, Gainesville and Buford, they're like, oh, man, we're so proud of you. I mean, and honestly, I mean, it's just a great feeling to know that everyone's just behind you. And, I mean, honestly, there's not much more I can say about that. It's a great feeling. Now, of course, uh, Coach Hunter, I know he's been a good mentor to you. What has he instilled into you during your short time here? I mean, honestly, he's just he just made a lot of fine-tuning to a lot of issues with my game when I first came in. So, And he's always, you know, telling me when I mess up, he's telling me how to fix these things. And I just listen to him. He's a great coach. And I feel like I can go a long way listening to him. Definitely. He can definitely help me with my game. And every other assistant on the staff, if I listen to them, I can go a long way. Now, of course, you're the second freshman to win this honor for the Sun Belt Conference. And, of course, second only to R.J. Hunter, coach's son. R.J., you know, R.J. got a lot of history here. R.J. was a great player here. And, honestly, just being, you know, second up to him, uh, and that's cool, you know. Honestly, you know, for me and him to be the only ones here to win that. So, you know, I got big shoes to fill now, I guess. But I think I can do it. Yes, you can. Of course, on a more serious note, you're going into the to the conference uh, play uh, later on this week down in New Orleans. Is that, uh, it's not any pressure on you right now, or how does the team maybe be able to be relaxed going into the conference tournament? Uh, we just got to realize we got the best team that's going to be down there. So I feel like if we play the, the right type of ball that we're supposed to be playing, we play the way that we think we can play, play the way we should play, that shouldn't be a team that can beat us. That's how I feel. So there really shouldn't be any pressure on anyone. You know what I'm saying? Pressure going to come when we in the NCAA tournament. That's how I think about it. That's when there's actual pressure when you got to play the big boys. But right now, we got to just ball, take care of business. I think we can lead New Orleans with a trophy. And just taking it one game at a time. One game at a time. That's what he instills every day. We come in here, we do the scout, and coach just handles everything one game at a time. We do it one game at a time. We can win it for sure. And, of course, right quick before we let you go, you know, you had a great season going into the tournament. You're talking about the NCAAs. Just talk about you becoming more of a leader as you go forward here in the Georgia State basketball program. Um, honestly, my leadership skills have gotten a lot better. I've, I've been more, you know, cautious with the way that I speak. I used to be, a, you know, a little bit of a hothead before when I came in, you know. I've really mellowed down. I've learned how to speak with my teammates the right way, how to encourage them the right way, things of that nature, and just keep everything, like, keep everything right and in place. So I'm just glad that I was able to do that. It's just one of the... One of the key things that I've learned while I've been here. Well, Marcus, thank you so much for joining us here on Taylor A Sports this week, and I hope that you and your teammates do a great job in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament this weekend. Yes, like you said, bring home that trophy. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Thank you so much. All right, thank you to Georgia State men's head basketball coach Ryan Hunter and Marcus Simmons 
for their time right here on TaylorMade Sports with Kevin Taylor of this week. You can check them out on Friday if they'll be playing the winner of the Louisiana Lafayette Arkansas Little Rock game. And uh, their their game will be Friday night, I believe, at 7 p.m. So uh, uh, I know they'll be uh, getting ready for that. All right, now shifting gears to the NBA, the Golden State Warriors, they were in town to play the Atlanta Hawks on Monday night, and they came away with a win. Steph Curry, hey, he had 24 points, including six three-pointers, and also had nine assists and four rebounds. And, you know, uh, he's just continuing to uh, play his overall overall game. And uh, a lot of people really enjoy seeing Steph Curry. I mean, he is you know, one of the best in the business right now. And um, he gives the people what they want to see night, night in and night out. And uh, here's uh, Stephen, what he had to say about uh, pretty much bringing his game every night. The perspective about, you know, how I approach every game is still the same. You got to have fun, you got to enjoy it. You got to take it for granted that we can play you know, this sport for a living. Just go out and play, play hard and uh, have fun, obviously. All right, so yeah, you do have to have the confidence going into the game, and sometimes uh, shots may fall, and sometimes they don't, but you still just continue to play through it, and uh, some good advice there. Uh, the Hawks, meanwhile, uh, they had a little rift between uh, Dennis Schroeder and uh, 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 Dwight Howard, leading to uh, Dennis Schroeder being benched. In the second half of that game, but uh, hey, Dennis like that has been uh, squashed because Dennis say hey, he was back in the starting lineup on Wednesday night as the Hawks they beat Brooklyn one ten to one o five and Schroeder had thirty one points for the Hawks. So uh, Paul Millsap added twenty four and uh, the Hawks snapped they got three game losing skid. Uh, like I said, they won one ten to one o five over Brooklyn. Tim Hardaway Jr. finished with sixteen points off the bench, uh, but uh, the Hawks are now three games behind fourth place Toronto in the Eastern Conference, and Toronto comes to Atlanta to face the Hawks at Phillips Arena on Friday night. Then the Hawks hit the road to Memphis to take on the Grizzlies on Saturday, and then they'll be in San Antonio on Monday to face the Spurs. That's going to do it for this edition of Taylor Makes Sports with Kevin Taylor. Thank you so much for joining me. Make sure that you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anytime at Kevin Taylor 98 Of course, never be discouraged, always encouraged. Until the next time, my friends, I'm out.